Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon Clinton, sports talker. Brandon, on this Tuesday, today we're talking about Money Right Raw from last night. Uh, this Raw was actually kind of eh, mixed bag. The beginning segment with Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Kobe Kingston was fun. The preceding match they had was really fun. And in DQ, I don't know where they're going to go with that. Then we had a couple different promos from different wrestlers and superstars talking about going back on the road. Those were kind of weird, kind of felt out of character, but I'm guessing they're trying to build hype career on back on the road as of July. Uh, 16th, and in, in case of Raw, on July 18th, which is that first Monday, that their first Monday back with fans in Dallas, Texas, which I'm interested in. I'm looking forward to going. I'm thinking about going to Money in the Bank on the 17th in Fort Worth, which I'm looking forward to. I'm pre, I'm excited. First wrestling, real wrestling show for me. Um, they're still trying to build to Hell in a Cell. They're still trying to build other things around this. So it was a pretty decent show. I do think overall the one thing that was a downer the women main evented which was a good thing i think the women main eventing was a good thing the women's tag match was a fun way to main event the show but the way it ended and how we're getting to this point it's still kind of weird because i think they should break up Shayna baszler and nia Jax, but they haven't and natalia and tamina got a win even though it's cause of distraction from reginald we'll get to it let's kick this show off proper let's go into what kicked off the show so mvp is in the ring already he, he introduces Bobby Lashley from uh, to the ring and with the ladies again. I thought at one point I was watching I, – I, I watched last week's show because it was the same entrance, but I'm like, nope, it's still this this week because he changed up the work. <coughs> the reason they were coming out because of what happened last week with Drew and them <coughs> and then the match with Kofi Kingston. So it makes sense, but it felt kind of weird at first. I'm like, am I watching the show from last week? But I was like, oh, no, no, I'm not. Okay, good. Um, he comes out. They cut a promo. They have ladies there cheering for him, all that kind of stuff. It feels kind of weird to have him with, like, you know, beautiful women. And I get the point. He's almighty. He's supposed to be, like, this pop champion kind of thing. So I get the hurt. I get the kind of thing they're going for. Like, it's basically just kind of giving him more of a character. But at the same time, it was also kind of awkward at times. So, Lashley says, you know, I, you know, we, we gave Kofi that match. He didn't win, but, you know, who's going to step up to you and try to face you for the title? So, right now, really nobody. And, you know, they're kind of saying, we, we're going to have matters in our own hands kind of thing. As he's talking, we see Drew McIntyre says, you know, are you scared, Lashley? I deserve another title. I deserve another shot at that title one-on-one. And they're making Drew kind of a whiny baby face, kind of whiny baby face, but he's whiny heel, but he's actually supposed to be baby face. Um, and it doesn't feel 
like Drew should deserve another shot. He's lost three times. He really hasn't earned the shot. And now he wants a shot one-on-one, even though he's had the WrestleMania shot, the backlash shot. And then as that's happening, Kofi comes out. Kofi says, you know, what'd you say, Drew? What, what, what'd you say? And he, and he thinks to me, I'm like, you, you didn't, you didn't help me. I, I would have won that much fair and square if you didn't get involved. And it was so, I liked it. I appreciated it, but it just didn't feel right. Like it felt right. It didn't feel right. And I do appreciate that Kofi's in the story because Kofi makes the story a lot more interesting. So then they're bickering, they're arguing and Kofi, um, Adam Pierce comes out. Pierce says, you know what? Let's make a match. Drew versus Kofi, the winner will face Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell. And uh, MVP's like, yes, that's, I, I actually like your plan, Pierce. Let's let's go watch from ringside. So him, Drew, Lashley, and the ladies watch from ringside. The match happens. The match was about four. Like, it was like 40 minutes of the first part of Raw. It was a long match. I have to give him credit. They actually gave this match some time. But even giving the match some time, Drew's playing more heel. I appreciated all that. Kofi gets a hot like hot start. I'll say out of all the stuff in the show, this match was really good. Riddle versus Woods is really good. I think those are two matches I would say go out of your way to watch. The thing was, we get to the ending, and Drew pretty much has it won. But Bubba Lashley and uh and MV came down to ringside next to commentary and kept watching the match from there. And then they get involved causing causing the double DQ. Which means nobody won, which means nobody's going to face Lashley, which means all this stuff. I kind of feel like you had a 40-minute match just so they could cause a DQ. Eh, I'm not really keen on that. But, hey, at least if this lead, this can lead to one of two things. And I'll get to it later. This is one of two things. One, we're going to have a triple threat at Hell in a Cell. In Hell in a Cell. Could happen. Or it's going to lead to something that I didn't. We could still have the winner gets to face Bobby Lashley, but then that winner will face him in Hell in a Cell as well. We could see where we could see where that goes. Um, so then after this, we um, after the match, we we cut to Braun Strowman. He's talking about going back on the road. Like I said, there's a couple of these promos. So I'm just going to make them really quickly and just kind of introducing himself again, which kind of makes sense, but kind of doesn't. And then. Right after this, we get Kofi. Um, so right after this, we get a um, we get a little segment with Charlotte and Rhea backstage. There, you know, Rhea walks up to Charlotte and says, "You know, you're jealous of me. I'm the title holder, and you you don't deserve this title." And Charlotte says, "I'm the 13-time world champion." I'm going to get back the title. I'm going to be the face of the division, all this kind of stuff. Nikki Cross walks up. We haven't seen him in, in months, by the way. Nikki Cross walks up and says, I can beat either one of y'all. And Charlotte's like, if I wasn't facing Oscar tonight, if I wasn't facing Oscar tonight, I would face you and beat you in two minutes. And Rhea's like, but something Rhea can't do. And Rhea says, okay, Nikki, I'll, uh, Nikki, I'll face you tonight. And she didn't. And they have that match right, right when we come back from commercials. So the match, Rhea comes out for the match. Nikki comes out, and it's a to beat the cock challenge. Okay, I'm gonna go through the match, then we'll get to the point. So, beat the cock challenge. Can she beat Nikki in two minutes? Basically, Nikki gets beat up, thrown around, hit any other. Rhea's on top. Rhea pretty much at one point beats up Nikki in the corner, destroys her. Clock's running down. Clock's running down, and 
Nikki beat the clock to win. And then Charlotte comes out kind of like smiling and like, oh, you can do it. And Nikki's like so happy running around the ring, just ecstatic. <clears throat> so I, I gave you the match. I gave you the pretty much the match in full. It was only two minutes, like I said. Now let me give my thoughts. This... This this little segment from the promo to this point was good, but also at the same time, I, it made Rhea look really weak. But also, it made Rhea look really weird because you're beating, you're basically kicking, you're beating, be, beating Nikki Cross so bad that you got distracted and couldn't win. But then on top of that, it doesn't feel like it progressed anything. It just kind of felt like they did it to do it. And it, at points when Raw does that, it just kind of feels like, okay. You just did it to do it. That's fine. Um, I I appreciate it, but I also didn't think it was really necessary. And Nikki's just excited. She got a match win. I don't know where this leads. I don't know where it's going to lead to. It was kind of a non, really non, uh, not not non-starter, but like non, um, non-match and non-angle. I don't think this helps Nikki. This gives Nikki a good win, but also it was she got beat up so much to the point where she just lasted two minutes. That doesn't feel like a very strong win for her. So then right after this, we have um we have Flair. Um, so Rhea, then after this, we had Charlotte come out and get ready for her match against Asuka. This match was kind of, um, this match was going to happen anyway, but it was actually a pretty decent match. But before this match, though, we had Bobby, um, we had a promo by Damian Priest talking about going back in the road. Like I said, we had a bunch of these. We had about five of these in the night, and this was the second of two. And then we had backstage, we had a little segment with, or not backstage, uh, backstage we had a segment with uh, Pierce and Kobe Kingston and Drew McIntyre. Drew's mad that Uh, Lashley, you know, bad about Lashley getting involved, and Pierce says, next week, whoever, we're going to run it back, whoever wins the match will face Lashley, and if Lashley gets involved, um, Lashley cannot get involved with the match. Then, so I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Later on in the night, we see Lashley get called in, or Lashley's backstage in his locker room. A PA walks up to Lashley, and the women are sitting there with Lashley, and PA walks up to Lashley, and, and PA and, and, and tells them that Pierce wants to see him, and and they go to Pierce, and Pierce says, "What happened out there? What, what? They don't either one of them don't deserve champion. You have a good champion in me." And right before he says that, though, Lashley uh, and he says, uh, "Can we get quick? Uh, Bobby has some extra quick activities he he has to do after this, so let's hurry this up." And basically, Drew uh, Pierce says. If you if you you are banned from ringside for that match, you cannot get involved. And MVP, uh, Lashley's kind of pissed. Lashley's kind of mad. He's not really happy about that. 
but he pretty much tells him if you get involved, get involved, something's gonna happen. So, or if you get involved, you get suspended. You'll get suspended. Which I think it's gonna be interesting. If he don't get involved, are we gonna see Mason T Bar get involved? We're we gonna see something else. We don't know. We don't know. Um, so after this, we see Asuka versus Charlotte. This match was really, really good. Really fun match. Back and forth match. Charlotte's working over Asuka's leg and pretty much trying to brutalize her at points. Asuka gets back in the upper hand, hits a hip attack. Really good match. Uh, Charlotte wins with a pending combination. Uh, kind of a, kind of, uh, a counter from the Asuka lock into a pending combination, which was amazing. Charlotte wins. She will face Rhea at Hell in a Cell. This was a really good match. I can't give this match a justice because it was really good. Out of the three, I forgot to mention this match. Out of the three matches I said so far, the uh, Drew Kofi match, this match, I think uh, Xavier Woods and Rhea, and Riddle were amazing. I would say go out of your way to watch all three of them, but this one is the match of my match tonight because it was so much fun. And they really piped up the fact they know each other. They've been around each other, so they kind of know what they need to do. Um, so then after we get the little Bobby Lashley thing, we have a prom- we kind of have a promo package talking about Sherry, Sherry Alexander and Shelton Benjamin's feud so far, and then a video package for that, and then Shelton comes out for the match versus Alexander. Alexander cut this long-winded promo, basically just saying, you know, you, you know, you, we and you were part of the Hurt Business. We were part of, ta- we were one of the tag titles, but you were the weak link. All that stuff. That's why you get you got the Hurt Business, all that kind of stuff. And I'm still in the prime of my career, basically going on forever. Finally, they get in the ring. Um, Alexander r- rolls out before as the bell rings. We go to commercial, come back, and. This match was really good, really fun. Counters upon counters, we try. Uh, we have one point. He tries for the T. Uh, Sheldon tries for the T bone suplex. Gets counter out of it. Uh, Alexander tries for his um, finisher, misses the first time, and then just so much good stuff. Benjamin gets on. Benjamin's on top for a bit. Alexander gets back on top, and Benjamin's fired up. But Benjamin, as he's on top, he gets raked in the eyes, and he gets the he gets the heat. Alexander gets a pen to win. It was a really good match. I kind of feel bad that these two are fighting on Raw only because I think this if you build this feud out correctly, you could have this on a pay-per-view. It would be super fun. Two guys that know what they're doing. Um, so then after this, we had a video package talking about the New Day RKO or RK Bro storyline, which was really good. Then we had Zero Woods versus Riddle. Um, this match was amazing. Two and two. When Woods is intense, he's intense. He does a really good job. Woods looked amazing. Both of the guys looked amazing. It starts off fast with Riddle doing a submission moves, trying to, you know, get Woods down. Woods powers out. You know, Woods gets out of that, goes on some offense, gets some kicks, gets some power moves, gets some unfinessing really quickly. But Riddle gets back on top. Riddle just hits everything. He's this really strong German suplex. Looks amazing. Looked also brutal as well. And you can see uh, Woods took that, all of it. It looked uh, it looked painful, um, and then he hit the floating he hit the floating bro, but at, he does the floating bro. Then he hit, he gets Woods up for um, Woods goes up the top rope, tries to hit something, but as Woods tries to hit something, out of nowhere, Riddle hits the RKO. I was like, oh wow, okay, this 
this match was amazing. This story was the story with the two men is amazing. The team, all this is really good. Let this simmer with RK bro because it look it's amazing. It's very well done. Riddle's having fun. You can tell that he's getting more intense, but at the same time, you can tell that Randy's still playing himself and trying to teach Riddle to be more intense. Oh, the little subtleties and just the subtlety of Riddle hitting the RKO. That's that's so good, so good, so good, so good. Um, then we kind of we get to the back half of the show. This gets kind of weird. So we have AJ Styles versus Jackson Riker. AJ's on top, but Elias gets involved, and Omos tries to come out and help AJ. He runs them off, and Spears or uh, puts Omos puts uh, Elias through the barricade through the LED screen. This was really a nothing match. I think their first feud is going to be against AJ Styles and Omos versus Riker and Elias. But Riker and Elias are not really a tag team. But, okay, that's two heel teams. I digress, unless you're going to make Riker and Elias babyface. Then, then after this, we had Sheamus versus Carrillo. This was, I thought this was going to be a longer match, but no, it was like maybe four minutes. So, Sheamus pretty much beats Carrillo in a matter of minutes. Basis is set up for the angle, so Carrillo fires back up, beats up Sheamus for a bit, and then Ricochet comes out to also beat up Sheamus. So Sheamus is laying with Carrillo and Riddle standing, or Ricochet standing tall. This is going to lead to a U.S. title match. I, but he's beat Sheamus has beat both these guys a lot, which means one of them is going to win this belt probably, or Sheamus is going to beat them both again. Which builds no story. Don't know what you're building there. Um. Then we get to our main event, which was Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus Tamina and Natalia backstage. Baszler says to Reginald, you stay in the back. Do not get involved in our match. Do not come out at all. If you do, I'm going to hurt you. Basically, that was the main, the, plot, the main thread through this. And so they get out. They go to the ring. Natalia and Tamina come out. We're about to, we have the match. The match is good for a bit. Um, they're working over Natalia. Natalia, uh, Natalia gets the hot tag. To Tamina, Tamina works over Shayna Baszler. Then, then I Jeff come in, and they have a little bit of a fight. As that's happening, we see Reginald come out. Reginald tries to help Baszler, and Baszler's like, "Why are you trying to help me? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Leave, go, you know, get out of here." So as that's happening, he's walking. Reginald's walking up the ramp. Fire comes up on the on the ramp and blinds Reginald, which leads to Shayna Baszler getting rolled up and. Tamina and Natalia retaining the tag team titles. How can I put this? This was kind of bad. This was terrible. I really don't... I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a story out of this, but ultimately, we've had, we've seen this match almost... This incarnation of this kind of match 12 times now, I think, what is what they said, or what, we've, what people have said. And I... You have other teams. You have Manny Rose, Nate Brooke, which, by the way, they did a promo about going back on the road again. You have Naomi and Lana. You have the uh, Riot Squad, who have been on TV in about a while. Where is this leading to? And I'll mention something here, and somebody, and it's from one of the channel, one of the YouTube channels I watched. They, one of the guys on the YouTube channel, he talked about. Would it be interesting? Would it what would happen? What what would happen if Lily, the the puppet, 
and Alexa Bliss win the tag titles. That could happen. But I'm like, at the same time, I know Mobile wants to see that happen, but it could happen. Literally, it could happen. Where are they going with the women's tag titles? They can make them more important, but they don't. I'll put it this way. The women's tag titles of WWE are less important than what they do in, uh, in Impact. The Knockout Division in Impact is amazing. And the tag titles for the Knockout Division is also amazing. So give it that respect. <sighs> then at the end of the match, Reginald, Reginald gets beat up by Shayna Baszler. She don't actually beat him, but she comes from the collar and just kind of screams at him. And he leaves, and Baszler just walks off. That is the show. It was this was a downer part of the end of the show. So overall, I have to give the show three, I would say two point five out of five, almost a two. There was nothing in the show that was really good. It was a it was a below to middle of the road show. The only decent stuff on the show you had the beginning set with MVP, Lashley, Kofi, and Drew. The match. That was good. The only down part of that about that match, you had the Q, which you took a 40-minute match and had the Q for it, which is going to be common. But then you have the Charlotte Oscar match, which is amazing. You have the that really weird beat the cock challenge with Rhea and not Nikki Cross, which didn't make no sense. Then you have Alexa, uh, uh, AJ Styles versus Riker, which ends the DQ anyway, and then Omos tries to chase him out. And then you have these weird promos about going back to the road, which is a good thing, but also kind of weird. Like, this show was all over the place. And it built, really to me, built nothing. And you had the Sheamus short match with a Creo, but then Ricochet and Creo beat up on Sheamus. At points, sometimes Raw can be terrible. This Raw wasn't terrible, terrible, but I think there's no direction for Raw now. They're still trying to figure out plans for Hell in a Cell, which is supposed to happen in June on June 20th. We're about three weeks away from We're almost three and a half weeks away from that. And nothing stands outside of one match, which is Charlotte versus um, Charlotte versus Rhea for the title. That's it. We didn't, we're not getting, the tag titles are really used for both men or women. The title feud's not really set in stone yet. We still have, we have Kofi in it, but they don't know what they're doing with that. I really don't want to see Drew fight for the title again, because he's not going to, if he doesn't win, he's going to ask for another shot. But let me know what y'all think. And let me know what y'all think about the show. Like I said, it wasn't terrible. The only, the really good things. I think the Drew Kofi match was good. I think Oscar versus Charlotte was good. I even, I enjoyed Woods versus Riddle. That was fun. Those three matches were the good buff, but the rest of it was kind of meh across the board. I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy. I'll be back on uh, Wednesday to do the XT review, which we're getting Balor versus. Carry Cross, which should be fun. That should be amazing. And then I'll be back on Saturday to do the SmackDown review, which should be interesting because we're going to get the Usos, um, Usos tagging in, Jay and Jimmy tagging against the Street Profits. So that should be a fun little match. But I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy it. Hope you're here for next time. See you.